Welcome to a new episode of Free Talk. This is Josephine. You can follow us on Instagram at freetalk.ca. You can connect with us on Facebook at aya.shani.315. You can also email us at freetalk.ca at gmail.com. So here are some bits of updates that are happening around Canada. If you are a traveler and you would like to go anywhere by air or by rail, you must be fully vaccinated. But there are some exceptions. So this took effect on October 30th. In Canada, all people that are 12 years and older must be fully vaccinated to board any plane, train, or cruise ship. Please be aware, you need to show proof that you do not have COVID-19 by taking a test when returning to Canada, even though you're vaccinated. There are also some rules that you will have to follow depending on the place that you're visiting. Let's say it's a flight. So if that country also requires you to take the test, you will have to take that to be able to enter the specific country you're going to. So there are few exceptions, but they are for emergencies and special needs in remote communities. So residents can still get the essential services that they need. Also, there will be the CATSA, which is the Canadian Air Transport Security Authority who will be confirming your vaccination status. So yes, you can fly, you can take the train, you can go on a boat, but please be aware of what you need before you go. It's like, it is easier to stay home than traveling. <laughs> but to people me- are in need to, to go. They've been stuck for almost two years. Yeah, but imagine, look at all those kind of things that you have to do. You have to take the vaccine. You have to do the swap, which is the test, through the nose and your your throat. All these. But everybody that has taken a one or the second dose will have a third dose. And I heard also that there probably might be a fourth dose. So the easier way to avoid this is to stay home. Finish traveling because I am not going nowhere. I'm sorry. This is all to me. This is Chinese, Japanese, everything to me. Because and talking about that, because I've seen a lot of people that I have to go, and especially as you said, some countries require something different. So it's like, what else? You know, when you're booking your uh, your plane ticket, it's almost like you have to call every single country. So what do you require? Let me know if I'm okay to uh, to do it. And the country t- will tell you what you required. And then you say, okay, I can do that. or I cannot do that. But why do we need to complicate our life for something that is so not as for a virus that is not as bad or complicated as 
the Spanish flu or dangerous as the Spanish flu. We have been home since 2020 and we know the snowbirds are literally dying because they're used to being here during the summer and spring. They're used to being in another hot country for the winter and the fall. So they are finally able to be out of hibernation due to the COVID-19 vaccines. So the borders are reopening and the Canadian snowbirds are preparing to head to the south. 2020 was very difficult for them because they have not experienced the winter in such a long time. So they had to stay indoors, put, put on their heat and just stay warm and cozy dreaming about going back to the South. And a lot of them had to buy winter jackets, boots, things that they have not done for years. And that's why they were so happy to know that they can now travel for uh, the winter of 2021, which is fast approaching. And uh, the reason why a lot of them are going to the US is obviously because of the weather and also because they can get their booster shot while they're there. Um, in 2020, some of them did go to the US. The Canadian government advised them to stay home due to the pandemic. And now they are still asking them to be cautious, but they're allowing them to travel even if it's non-essential you have to be fully vaccinated to be able to do any traveling. Okay, I'm just gonna make something sure. Are we talking about the people or are we talking about the one? The oh, one? sorry. The snowbirds are people, the older people who have retired. That's what mm -hmm. they call them. They're snowbirds because every winter they go to the South. Mm -hmm. And which is, yeah, because some places like Florida, because we all know Florida is very, very hot, which is a lot of Canadians do go to Florida. Sometimes, actually, a lot of Canadians have two houses. Because Canada is very cold. So they're like, we retired. So why stay the whole winter here? It is sad for to these people because unfortunately, when the borders was closed, you know, they, some people used to, to drive to Florida, but unfortunately when the border was closed, they couldn't. So you have to fly and to fly, you do need, as you said, the vaccine to take a plane, any plane, because um, no plane in Canada will let you go unless you have your vaccine. Better internet for the Inuit communities. This is something that I would say is progress, and I hope that it occurs. But right now, a subsea network that would reach from North Canada to Norway could provide better internet connectivity in Inuit communities. The proposed network is being developed by Can Arctic Inuit Networks and Bulk infrastructure inc 
there are two things that these companies are trying to do. They're trying to help with the poor internet connections and remote communities. And they also want to grow in data centers. And the centers, they want to be able to help the community and have a local supply of hydroelectricity over there with the potential of having these centers to market as a more environmentally friendly space. So I guess the first thing is they need, if this is possible, they need the connection because they need to be able to have information that can be critical for their community. And we're going through obviously this pandemic, so they need to be able to grab this information wherever they can and make their decisions, whatever it may be. Because right now, you know, and also for entertainment purposes, they need to be able to just see the world outside of where they are. For that, I can tell you a little bit about it because I actually did work in the Inuit community. And uh, I can tell you the internet there is very, very, very poor. When I was there, there was two different internet that can work. There was Explornet, which usually they are the only internet that can go way up to the, the one, the Arctic. And the father, because they're very, very expensive also. So it was, and not only just because they're expensive, but they're not LTE. So you can, you can have unlimited internet. It is by satellite. Satellite does not have unlimited internet. You have a number of gates. And when you pass the gates, you have to pay every gate that you use extra. Um, the home internet, which is called, um, what is the name? Uh, Tamani. Tamani is internet that from the uh, Arctic. And it depends where it is. If you're in Nunavik, which is Hudson Bay side, it will be Tamani. But if you are in the Yukon side, which is Nunavut, that is another different uh, type of internet. But all these internet are by satellite. From my experience, I have been, I have stopped working in Nunavik, which is in the Arctic, since 2020. And I still get bills from my internet company from Nunavik until today because they do not want to cut it. And I don't know why I've been telling them I no longer work there. I'm not, never going to come back there. Please cut my internet. We did everything that we could do, but they still not cutting. Every single month to today, I still receive a bill from the Arctic. That but I you don't pay it, right? Of course I don't pay. Okay, sorry. It's just I'm like, cool. I don't get it. I mean, I left the what? I left 2020, the end of 2020. Mm. And I told them, I, I actually sent my papers. I am leaving Nunavik. Please cut my internet. And they still keep on sending me. And the thing about that is that they really do need an internet. Because we all know in the Arctic, there's absolutely nothing. 
And when I mean nothing, mean nothing. There is no, there's no movie theater. There is no store. There is no uh, restaurant. There is absolutely nothing. The only thing that you have is go to work and then come back home and then watch TV. If you have the TV, if you have internet, then you can do those kind of things. But if you do not have internet and no TV, what do you do? You just stand on the wall for the whole time. Or you just go for walk somewhere, the whole village, and then come back home. But there is absolutely nothing, nothing to do. And when I say nothing, nada, zero. <laughs> so which is what really want the first two weeks, like for me, in the first two weeks, when I got there, when I did not have internet, and I did not have no cable, no TV, nothing, I actually almost didn't want to come back to Montreal because my brain was running 200 hours a day. I was, I was trying to figure out. It was so boring that I couldn't even stand. I woke up in the day after work. I just stand, I just stared the windows. That's the only thing. And see the dogs running, the kids playing. That's the only thing I could do. Nothing else. And I'm like, nobody can continue going through that. I'm telling you, my brain, this is where you can really, I do appreciate life that we have here, that we have so much that because you guys do not know, but the light, the kind of light these people have up north, you guys, nobody can stand this kind of light. Because me, when I got there, I really just wanted to take a, a plane. The next day, I just wanted to come back to Montreal. I couldn't stand that. Because my brain was like, but I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. What can I do? I cannot go out. Yeah, but if I go out, I can just, just work for two or three hours, and that's it. And I'm just list, looking at the window the whole time. And then after I wanted to get to 9 o'clock, go to bed. Thank you for joining us on this episode. If you have any suggestion or any subject that you want us to talk about, please email us or let us know in the comment. Thank you for your support.